Hello everyone and welcome to another episode. This being the first episode of the year 2023, wanted to wish all of you a very happy new year. Despite all the times we live in, it's good to be optimistic, at least in the beginning of a new time period, such as the calendar year. And think ahead of and think ahead of how we might make the most of the kind of times we live in whatever time period you might be hearing this in the theme of the this episode and the theme of the year i think might be the word change now the first thing when we hear about change is we we reject it right we reject the feeling we reject uncertainty doubt not being prepared not being ready not knowing necessarily what's going to happen as the year 2023 is already demonstrating now of course this podcast is about communication right principally which we throw in things like leadership and culture which are inseparable from communication so how might such a podcast be best prepared to discuss change well the first thing is to figure out how to talk about it and as always let's try and figure out what change is how we can talk about it and what should we perhaps do about it change on the face of it all we know when we hear the word change is different right not the same as before transition going from one thing to another perhaps the hardest part of change is giving up whatever was familiar whatever was uh, the way of doing things before imagine for a minute people who used to do all their work on pen and paper and suddenly now everything is uh, on these brightly lit screens things used to be printed out even after computers came into being and now everything is online and you don't even save things on desktops anymore or hard drives you save most of your work on so-called cloud which is just somebody else's hard drive if we're being very honest with ourselves nonetheless change by its very nature is made difficult because imagine if you will try to cross a bridge right and let's say you know you can take some confidence that the bridge is sound it is architecturally sound and you're standing on one side of the bridge and you can see in the not too far distant distance you can see the other side of the bridge so you know where you are where you're going and all you have to do is take a few steps at a time and it, it within a certain amount of i guess chronological time you'll be in the new position the new place that's perhaps the most seamless way to think about change is you can see where you are okay metaphorically speaking as well as 
literally. You can see where you want to be, hopefully, and where you're going to be. And you can see the pathway of transitioning from point A to point B. Now, if you start to break down those components, you start to realize just why change is such a difficult topic for us. For example, let's say you can see all the parts, starting point, ending point, and method and pathway, pathway of transition. Even when everything is visible, and even when the steps are kind of laid out and there's no doubt as to how to cross this bridge, this metaphorical or literal bridge. What if you don't want to cross the bridge? You don't like the other side. The other side is not as nice as where we are currently. It feels like you're giving something up. Now, of course, in time, you may see, you know, grasses maybe a little bit greener in one aspect and maybe not so much greener in other aspects. So in other words, on the whole, you're in similar position. It's just it's, you know, you give give something up on one hand, but you gain another. So the first hurdle, if we if we recap that, the first hurdle of change is desirability. How desirable and wanted and accepted is the change? And in fact, just to go spiritual on you for a second, Lord Buddha, the uh, Siddhartha, uh, would, is said to have uh, said this, that all sadness comes from non-acceptance of reality. So if you do not accept what is happening, you're not going to be too thrilled about it, to put it simply. But at least in this first hypothetical scenario, you know the change, you know the pathway to change, and all that remains is following through on the steps and accepting the outcome. What about iteration number two? Iteration number two, if uh, we play along here, is you know the starting point, obviously, because you're there. You know the ending point, perhaps, but the pathway isn't necessarily clear to you. Maybe there's a bridge, but it's got holes in it, or it's shaky, or it's being repaired, and you really can't do anything um, until things are fixed. So then it's like, well, what should I do? Should I try and get the bridge fixed, or should I rent a boat? you know, and, and, and wait till the tide is, uh, the river isn't so, so fast, you know, and, and maybe the boat can get me across. Is it a little stream and I can swim? I'm not a great swimmer, but I can at least keep my head above water. You see the kind of thinking one has to do to solve the problem. So that makes it harder, right? The change, it's hard enough to accept that we have to get to the other side. But now, it's a heavy lift to, you know, execute the process. So iteration number one, process is clear. We just have to swallow the bitter pill, accept the bad news, and adapt to the new situation. 
Iteration number two is all of the above, plus the pathway is not straightforward. We need to do some brainstorming, problem solving, you know, creative thinking to get to the other side. So iteration number three, just for fun, as I'm, uh, you know, having this conversation, is what if all of the above and situation A is on fire, right? Or, you know, there is a, there is a pressure of time, let's put it that way. And not only do you have to accept the new situation and solve the problem, but you have to do it quickly because you, you know, your, your status quo is falling apart. What would be an example of that? Uh, many, many businesses during COVID, um, suffered huge losses in revenue, right? Because people stopped buying or, uh, uh, their customers suddenly had no money or the, the, like restaurants, for example, right? Like uh, people weren't eating outside food or weren't supposed to eat outside food for some time. Um, delivery was an option, but you know, not everybody can adapt to that. So it, uh, it, it was a massive, um, challenge for a lot of people to adapt from pre-COVID restaurant business to during COVID restaurant business. Many, many restaurants closed uh, or and are still closed. Some survived, many adapted. Outdoor seating was fine during the summer, but it wasn't fine during the winter and so on and so forth. So you can see how pressure of time and circumstances makes the change even harder, right? And so then people have to be let go. Maybe you have to survive on government loans for a while, like we had the PPP loans, and that keeps you afloat for a little bit. But it's a, it's a difficult situation, right? The changes. Now, of course, once you're on the other side, you can take stock, you can repair your scenario, and perhaps bring your business and your dream back to life in a new form. And some people thrived during COVID um, because they... They adapted well to home delivery uh, as a business model and and it worked for them because of the kind of food that they were making. So coming back to it, so the idea about change is acceptance, problem solving, adaptability, and agility, right? Agility, the last piece, because you're being set upon by these pressures such as time and difficulty and urgency and other kinds of complications in your scenario. So that's to discuss, you know, how you might think about change. What about talking through change? You know, imagine if you will, um, you know, it's hard enough for, let's say, a business owner or a CEO to process change at that top level. But now, let's say you have a you know, however difficult a plan it is, you at least have some sense of what your plan is. Now everybody else has to be informed. And yes, at some point, you owe it to your team, to your employees, to inform them. Because they are affected. They are a stakeholder in whatever sacrifices might need to be made. And so talking through change in a smart way, using careful language, but yet transparent. You can 
tell people the truth without alarming them. Some people use emails. And of course, when you're working from home, that, that might be a default. Some people might call an all-hands meeting. Um, perhaps it's over Zoom or some other video conference technology. But the immediacy of, of the live video or the live speaking um, gives people a sense of comfort in difficult times. And of course, you know, there, there has to be an openness of uh, questions. Many a time you might try and preempt the questions and say, I can imagine the following five concerns are top of your mind. Let me address them. And I can always explain later in more detail. That would be a smart way of communicating change so that you don't wait till people have their burning questions. You address them as soon as you can in your talk when you're the leader. And another aspect of change, so this was thinking about change as a concept, as a problem to be solved, thinking a bit uh, in front of the leader's hat and communicating change. So remembering you know, the same pieces all the way through. You're adapting, you're being transparent and honest, yet trying not to alarm neither yourself, you know, take a deep breath and be focused on the, on the problem rather than on the emotional difficulty necessarily um, of letting something of the past go. Say, for example, the kind of business you had before the emergency. And of course, then looking towards the future, the future. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll throw another iteration with that uh, bridge metaphor. What if this is the hardest kind of change and, and everyone will face this at some point? Uh, COVID was one such, I would say. What if you know there's a bridge to be crossed, but the, but the water body, be it a lake, be it a river, um, whatever, some, some water body that you're crossing the bridge to get to the other side. You're beset with fog. So you literally cannot see the other side. And unless you know the terrain very well, you don't even know necessarily how many steps it will take to get from one side of the bridge to the other. You don't know if there are other cars coming uh, in the opposite direction or the people walking towards you. You don't know the traffic scenario. You don't know the distance. You're not 100% sure of the exact scenario that awaits you at the other end. In other words, you're walking into a situation with no visibility. You don't know what to expect. That has to be, hands down, the most terrifying uh, version of change that I can think of. You can't even see what's coming. And yet, wouldn't you agree that that's all change. True story. I was uh, just scrolling the internet like we all do. And I came across this video somebody shared. It was that of a tornado and it was captured on dash cam. You know, the camera that sits on the dashboard of cars. So the person driving the car is seeing in front of them and there's a terrible storm. And there's a SUV, a white SUV driving in front of them. And out of nowhere, there's a tornado that forms and, and it just swallows up that white car completely. 
and the car is gone. Amazingly, when the tornado is gone, the driver or the passenger and, and, and or passengers of that car are on the side of the road, probably injured, but very much alive. Talk about unexpected changes to your living situation, right? You don't know what's coming. Any kind of disaster could be up in front of you. And, you know, the ultimate power might uh, give you a chance to, you know, live to fight another day or not. The idea is for you to take your chances, to accept that things are out of your control, and yet be prepared to the maximum possible extent that be it your business, be it anything else, you keep moving forward. That's one of my favorite lines. If you caught it, it's from the movie Rocky Balboa. And uh, in it, uh, playing the character of Rocky, Sylvester Stallone says this amazing, beautiful line. He says, nobody's going to hit harder than life. It will, and I'll paraphrase, it, it will destroy you if you let it. But it's not about beating life. It's about getting hit by life and still moving forward, taking all the pain and still moving forward. And that's how winning is done. That's how you deal with change. You survive it and you keep moving forward. That's it for today, everybody. I'll see you next week.